I get out my head. Plug in the mic and leave nothing unsaid. Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk. Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk. You are now listening to Unspoken Words Podcast. Yeah. Baloney two for two. Tongue on the side. Spoken words. Episode 148. The powerful reminder that you should go. stay open to uh-huh. what life brings yeah. your way. Hit Episode. It. Hey. 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 Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm but charging. I'm pretty good. Hey, no one. Hey, no one. Hey, no one. Hey, no cussing. This is a family show. It is. The PG 13. <laughs> you can find us on the Disney Channel, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, <laughs> streaming on Disney Plus, streaming live on Disney Plus. We got Mickey Mouse in the house <laughs> from two a.m. to two ten a.m. <laughs> <laughs> like it was ten minutes where nobody listened. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes slot. <laughs> yes, sir. So tune in tonight at two a.m. Yeah. We're going to be going live on Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, over here to my right, all the way from Bob and I know, I know, I know. He is your ace, your horn one, JCB, your favorite Indian. Say shoulder, shoulder. Ah and over here on my left, fall away from L. Jesus, number 83 in the place to be. He ain't even trying to preach. Randy B, the pod god, he say shoulder. Shoulder. Hoka hey. Hoka hey. Hoka hey, little hey. big man. <laughs> hey, and you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs, all the way from up the road in Arrow Creek. Oh, hey. Thank you. Thank you. Aho, aho, aho. Uh, oh, and we are unspoken words. We are unspoken words. Yes, we sir. are unspoken words. Yes, we are. That's us, the triad. We're here back in effect 148 weeks in a row just for you, our listeners. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to all the pretty aunties and the rest of you. To all the aunties I've loved before. <laughs> Thank you to all you beautiful aunties out there and the rest of you. And the rest of you. <laughs> and the rest of you are important too. <laughs> we love you just the same. Aho <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, from the rest of us. <laughs> Unconditional love, who a coke. <laughs> oh man. You guys got Crow Fair Blues? What's up? That feels good. <laughs> what the crowfair blues? No, like so it just feels thinking about her. <laughs> 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 kind of feels like we're getting back onto like a normal schedule. True, yeah, yeah, true that, true that, true that. What about you? you got crowfair blues? Yeah, I got. I ain't gonna lie. No, just kidding. How uh, long did you stay there? 
I didn't actually camp, oh. but like he did, I went back and forth. Okay. Yeah. But I got to go every day, went back there and checked it out. Got to see my dad in a parade on Sunday. Well, actually, he was in there Friday, but he was on a float, so I don't think that counts. Oh, okay. okay. But on Sunday, he was on a horse. Nice. 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 No, we, man, when we went up there. Did he so, place? No. Oh. Uh, we went up there, and I uh, helped him get ready, and then um, me and my auntie Jolene, we, we couldn't make it back down because, you know, you can't drive back. Right? Yeah. So we sat up there on top and watched them, like, when they go down that little hill. Yeah. And man, they, they when they were getting ready, yeah. remember how they, they, they pop that thing yeah. to make yeah. them know to get ready, and then they do the second one when they start, they're going to start. Yeah. And that second one went off and went, boom. And what you can see it going in the air, and then it went boom. And man, one of those princesses, their horse, like, oh, spooked. Shit. Like, like she, I don't know if she did it or he got spooked and she tried to pull on her reins, but yeah. man, he, she wiped out. Oh, hey, man. hey, check this out, though, man. That girl, she got back up and she got back on. That's good. All right, man, went, they probably <laughs> told her to. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, she, they probably told her to like a long time before she ever did, so yeah, it's yeah. like automatic, bro. You yeah. gotta get back on, yeah. But yeah, she jumped back on, and man, show must go on. I ain't scared of you, man. That's cool. That I mean, is cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a cowgirl right there. I said cowgirl. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's a real indigenous woman right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, no, I was man, I was grateful, man. I think I'm getting. I can tell I'm getting older. So I went Friday, and like, um, went my son danced, and I was sitting at a drum with some young bucks. I just sat there and watched the whole power, and I was all content. Just chilling. Just chilling, man. Cool. Just sitting there and didn't really visit with anybody. I just watched the power. The only people I really talked to was the ones that like, actually came and sat by me and like visited. Yeah. Um, but that was it. I didn't really talk to anybody. I was just kind of just chilling all night. It was cool. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, no, we had a uh, uh, – glad you guys had a good co-fair because we um, – a couple of our cousins came into town. Uh, we had a few, like, family days, got to hang out. My daughter really wanted to camp on Friday, but we went on Saturday, bought her a tent, got her a bed, freaking, you know. Nice. Um, first time camping out. Set her up, huh? Yeah, yeah, got her got her set up and taught her how to put things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had that experience, man, and we kind of woke up slow on Sunday and just drove home. Nice. So we had about a day and a half out there. That's good, yeah. and that's about, you know, for the most part, that's good enough. <laughs> Dog, that's pushing you. That's good enough. Unless you're a dedicated Indian, you stay for a week. Man, my I nostrils know. were freaking stuffed all down there, you know? Yeah. All that dust. If I'm not, yeah, if I'm not camping, then, like, what I did is, like, enough. Like, I went down Friday, took in the whole powwow from Grand Entry to the end, and then Saturday went down. Uh, early evening, got there about four thirty, five o'clock, and stayed until it was over at... 12, 1230. Yeah. Um, but then that was it. Like, I had, Sunday, I had, like, nothing in me wanted to go down there. <laughs> at all. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. So, so you didn't see the parade? I didn't watch the parade at all for the first time in years. <laughs> there's there's some, I mean, you know, the parade's always good, but there's this Carlota Antis. Uh-huh. Oh, I saw that, and, bro. In their regalia, shall we say? <laughs> Even though I can't stand that regalia. word. Regalia. On all, Sunday. And they were driving backwards. Were they? Yeah, they drove <laughs> the parade backwards. Right car. on. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, man. I thought that was pretty funny, man. I, I keep seeing the video. <laughs> they probably took first. 
I think there were like four of them in that car, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then that one. Do you know who they were? I mean, without saying. I don't. Yeah, I don't know who they were. I don't know who they were either. I want to find out. But that was a good one. But yeah, that Sunday parade was pretty good. Uh, We barely made it on Sunday. We didn't realize that you had to get there early. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the first, that first day was Friday. Man, I I didn't make it. And they weren't going to let me in. And I was like, but I just got to go right there. You know, the entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there's more than one way to get in nowadays. But originally, remember, there was only that entrance. Yeah, original entrance. And then that exit. Yeah. So I just wanted, our camp is right by that exit. And I was like, I'm just going right down there. And he was like, no, you can't get through here. He goes, you can park right there. And I have my little Fiat. And so I drove through there. And I seen a little space, man. I drove through there and (laughs) got back up on the the road and went to camp. The second time I couldn't do that because there was cars all lined up, so I had to walk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because right where the parade comes down on the hill, there's that that road that goes to the arbor. Yeah. But right there is all those trees. Uh-huh. So like as soon as we wake up and then we cook and eat breakfast, I'm I fill up a wagon when we're camping because our camp's right there, like by uh, John Augustine. Oh, okay, I know where you're at then. Yeah, right there, right we're right next to him. Um, then I fill up a wagon full of chairs and I come over and I just line them up in the shade for everybody at camp. Nice. And then I go back and then right about nine fifty or so, then we all go over there and we all sit down. And people are cool though; they respect it. They don't touch our chairs, nothing. Oh, that's cool, man. That's uh, good. So we watched the whole parade twice. We watched it come off the hill, and then at the end. Beautiful. Go back up. Yeah. Nice. Ain't um, nothing like a crow fair parade. Shade, too. In the shade. Ain't nothing like a crow fair parade, dude. I'll tell you that. <sighs> man. Just all that, all their, I don't want to say that word, all their stuff that they put on their, you know, those horses. Mm-hmm. I forget what that category is. I always, want, I always like try to make a mental note, but it's the ones where... They have their buckskin on, or they have like their dance, but they're sitting on horses, and their hair, their faces are painted, and then they got like the old time. Remember, their bangs are up, and they oh, got like the yeah. feathers on the side, yeah, 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 and the feathers that I got above their sideburns, and yeah, going straight up, and they got like that plenty cool that, that old kind up. of pompadour thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what that category is, but man, those are cool. Because I found out though to have those feathers on the side. Yeah, to have, like, killed somebody, like, by slitting their throat. Damn. Now you we know. killed an enemy. By slitting their throat? Yeah. Wow. That's huh. crazy. Yeah, that's... So, uh, like, if you went into battle with those things on, everybody would probably fear you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Who was it? I, um, I was reading something. Was it, like, a crow warrior or something? I forget what I was reading, but they were talking about, like, uh, Crazy Horse and how, like, they had, like, the Black Hills and then, like, they ran into each other. Mm. Like, two different war parties. Yeah. And just by the way they operated or something, they recognized each other. Oh, yeah. Like, Crazy Horse and whoever the other warrior was. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. Like, how... So, basically... The gist of the story was, like, they recognized each other, and Crazy Horse said that guy's, like, he's nobody to play with. Yeah. And then, you know, it was... Vice versa. Yeah. So they both went their separate ways because they were... What they were saying was, like, if you guys want to die today. Yeah. You know? If you guys all... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they used the babache, the sign language. And then, also, too, I found out um, just in the recent years that when they would battle, um, they would have... Each tribe 
like had their storytellers, their oral history, their oral historians. And when they went to battle, they would place them, they would have them up on strategic points high to watch, watch the battle, both sides. Wow. Like their storytellers were like, sit together and watch. And then so that, you know, after the battle, after the confrontation, then they go back home and then a warrior's like, oh, yeah, I counted coup. And then those storytellers, the oral historians that were watching the battle, like, oh, yeah, I seen it. I seen him do that. Wow. Or they're like, you know, a warrior's trying to say he counted coup, and they're like, no, I was watching you. You didn't do that. Man. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, bro. Like To just- be that sophisticated where you can have your storytellers from both warring tribes to sit up top and watch the battle together. That even in their battles, they had that. Yeah. That, that checks and balances accountability. Yeah. That's crazy. And that is, like, sophisticated for that time. Mm-hmm. And then for, like, them to be enemies, like, man, I wonder if there was ever anybody that was like, man, I'm going to kill this storyteller. Mm. I doubt it. I doubt. There's the, probably, they held, they probably held something, I mean, held in high regard. Had to be, huh? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, you have certain, Jennifer's. like, I know, man, Native people, they just have certain tenets that they, you know, things that they don't do or boundaries that they don't cross. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I think there's probably like some, you know, there was like that honor and, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like even now, there's some social, cultural norms that I adhere to like to a T. Yeah. You know, where like one of the things like my brother-in-law's wife, I can't talk to them. So I I respect that. And like, so I've never talked when my brother-in-law was my wife's brother, when he was married, I never talked to his wife. Wow. Ever. And then, like, my wife's mom, like, I've never talked to her, you know, because they adhere to that there. And, you know, I was brought up, taught those things. So then, like, I respect it and I don't, like, I won't even be in the same room. Yeah. So, like, when the mother-in-law comes over, I'll just go hang out in the room to let them visit freely, you know. Yeah. Like, things like that. So... Along the lines is that those tenants back then are probably even stronger. Yeah. So, like, these guys are sacred. They're going to keep the history going to leave them alone. Yeah. Even, like, to, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm pretty sure, like, in, like, modern war warfare, mm-hmm. they have, they don't shoot the photographers. Because mm. they're unarmed. All they have is a camera. So, like, if you're on the other, unless you're, like, some sort of savage or something, I guess. And yeah, anybody's like, free game, but like I guess killer out there, yeah, yeah like, like rules a, of engagement, yeah. yeah, rules of engagement. There you yeah. go, yeah. So yeah, like I think like I might have got this from like a World War Two story or whatever, but mm-hmm. like if they're running around those photographers and reporters and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, they try not to hurt those guys. Like even if they're out in the open and like easy pickings, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know they don't. But I mean that's not to say that they probably couldn't get hurt because. Man, war is really bullet got no name on it. Oh yeah, for sure. If, if they're in the wrong place, catch some crossfire. Yeah, the unfair game. But um, there's this cool story. I'll find it. Um, because one of my uh, relatives, Grant Bogo, goes like Grant Bootel, Johnny Bootel, oral historian. Um, and he told these stories to the Cody Museum, yeah, in Wyoming. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Anyway. Yeah, he told the story of how this um, 
Crow Warrior and Sue Woman, they got married. Um, and then that Sue Woman came and stayed with her husband here, Crow Warrior. And then, like, every summer, there would be, like, a peacetime in the Sioux. Her family would come and camp with the Crow. And they'd have, like, giveaways and stuff during that time and, like, a time of peace. Um, nah, it was a really cool story. I was like, man, this would be a cool movie. But the way he tells it, you just, like, see it. But and I shared with you guys. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. I think, like, as I get older, those types of things interest me, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I guess it's like that at Pipestone, too. Minnesota, yeah, where they get that that pipe stone, like yeah. ev- everybody, all everybody knew what it was and why everybody went there. So it was like neutral territory. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know, even warring tribes would go over there, and they, and if they saw each other, they would just you know just peaceful. Leave them be. Yeah, no. they because would, they respected the they respected that stone because you know what they were going to get it for. Yeah, that place where they got that pipe stone. Very cool, man. That's yeah, that's interesting, man. Yeah, it just kind of wants me to m- learn more. Yep. Yeah, I just heard, like, uh, on that, when I learned about that, they said those storytellers, they put them up there on that hill to watch the Battle of Arrow Creek, which we call it now. And they said, like, the opposing tribes, they had their storytellers up there, so they're all just sitting up there watching the battle. But they said, like, <clears throat> about a few hundred yards away, all both sides, they had, like, their medicine men ready to go so then like when the warrior got wounded they brought him back they did their medicine healed their wounds and stuff and then they'd send them back into battle wow so, like they're that powerful like if someone got shot up with arrows or shot by a gun they bring them back there and do their do their medicine and heal them and then they'd send them back into battle did you ever read those like punny and two leggings those books yeah plenty when, 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 when they describe that kind of stuff and yeah. the things they used to do mm-hmm like, he would say, like, they get shot, and then you're like, okay, we'll roll him over on his side and let that blood drain out until it turns red again. Yeah. Let all the blacks, and then they, they'd be all, like, I don't know. I don't want, not going to say all right, but they wouldn't, they'd live. Yeah, like that one in Plenty Coup, remember that guy, he took out his medicine, I think it was like sage or something, and he put it in the guy's wounds, and then he danced around him like a buffalo, and yeah. sang a song. Those bullets came out, and that guy was healed, and then they got back in their horses and started riding again. It's crazy, huh? Ah. Yeah. And they and see, like, that goes back to that whole thing where I always say that, you know, um, God gave us our own things. Like, they went out, and they sought that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, this is what we're going to give you. And then it's crazy. Like, that goes back to that whole um, you can't believe in one kind of miracle and discount another because mm, mm-hmm. that's not how it works yeah so yeah no i would like yeah no i think that's very interesting to me but i've had to pull back on that kind of stuff as far as like trying to learn more about it uh right now i feel like here in the near future i'm gonna start digging deeper not trying to learn how to do it but just learn about it yeah yeah about the about medicine yeah just like more like I guess that spiritual stuff, oh, um, yeah. whatever you know. <clears throat> um, just trying to get more educated on it because I mean, as we know, I mean, there's an unseen world. There's things at play that we don't see, but I guess probably try for me like trying to get more in tune with that, the spiritual side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have yeah. a better understanding of it. Not my my interest is 
understanding. Yeah. That's it. Um, because I don't want to learn how to do it. Because so I can see myself. Your interest is the theory and not the practice. Yeah. Okay. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So I got to keep it simple. If I dabble too much into it, I'm, I'll lose myself. Come on, with a freaking ribbon shirt. Yeah, and be the next David Blaine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Chris Angel. <laughs> no, but when you guys were talking about like the book of like Plenty Coups and and Pretty Shield, was it Pretty Shield? Yes. Yeah, and you were talking about like the wars and stuff. It reminded me of the book that I just bought about a year ago. It says Red was the blood of our forefathers about mm-hmm. crows, and it talks about all like a lot of those historical battles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does the red man ask how? What makes the red man red? Remember <laughs> 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 that song on Peter Pan? Yeah. Yeah, so. Were they mocking Indians? Yeah, well, they had Indians on that island. Never Neverland. And she kept saying, you guys want to live like savages? Yeah. And then uh, they start singing that song. What makes the red man red? And Tiger Lily's a, dancing on that drum. There's a there's, that, <laughs> man, there's, there's a rap song with all that stuff on it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, is it? Um, you're tired today, huh? Bro, I've had a long dog. Day, ever since we seen him earlier, man, I'm like, this cat wants to go to bed. <laughs> well, okay. So normally, like, I'd um go back and like rest up a little bit. Yeah, I'd have enough time. But today. They made everybody stay, well, they made certain people stay later, and because they had to stay later, then I had to to wait for them to kind of finish up. Uh-huh. Okay. And then from there, we went and did our thing at KTBQ, and then from there, went and ate. Yeah. And now we're here, and like, yeah, I'm kind of going on caffeine right now. And I see it, yeah. Better do some jumping jacks. Jumpy jacks to jumpy jacks. Some calisthenics. One and two and three and four. Come on, JC, you got this. <laughs> you can aggressive. do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. That's the one right there, bro. <laughs> Be aggressive. Be Your next jersey, we got to put that on the back. Be aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> JC B A K A. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. <laughs> Be aggressive. It was funny. Um, during softball, my daughter was playing softball this spring. They they started like a big old group thread parents yeah the coach so you communicate with us and then there's his parent jumped on there and started like like demanding practices be at this time blah 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 and then started and another parent chimed in and they started arguing another parent chimed in and said don't you don't have to be so aggressive this is for conversation blah blah blah. And then I put a gif in there that said, be aggressive, be aggressive. <laughs> and uh, like the whole, it just killed the whole conversation and nobody text on there for like there a whole week. Go, man. <laughs> oh, man. Shafted. I wonder what they were going through. I don't know, man. And like, the dude was like totally like into himself, man. He was like, well, I run three businesses and blah, blah, blah. This is my only time. And blah, blah, blah. I was reading all his texts. I was like, what? So, yeah. I was just kind of like, what? And he'd show up to games and he'd have like this real, like, expensive, like, leather kind of jacket looking thing uh, on. And I stand in there and I was like, hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. Why don't you buy that whole team new equipment there, buddy? Yeah. Since you got three businesses and shit. Yeah. Write that off, baby. <laughs> Write that off. <laughs> All right. So. 
today we're going to go back to a tried and true. Are you guys ready? Ready. Absolutely. Hey, it's a fan favorite. Um, I'd like to think that. I've never heard any <laughs> feedback about it. Nobody's ever actually told you. But yeah, okay. I don't say that. They say that. <laughs> I Who's hear, they? I, I, feel, I hear them saying it. <laughs> so we're going to do a tried and true, and it's called... What song is it then? Give me the theme song. What song is it then? What song is, is it then? In tune. In tune. Harmony. 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 We're like Bone Thugs and Harmony, Harmony. up in here. Harmony. <laughs> so tonight we're going <laughs> to each. We're going to go back to our old method where we tried once and then forgot about. But uh, yeah, it's uh, what, what, what? We each got two songs. I got two, and we'll each do one. And we'll go around the horn. So I'll do mine first. Here we go. Um, and then Randy will do his, and then JC will do his, and then I'll do my second, and so on and so forth. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Um, because it's the first. Long kiss on a second date, mama worried when you get home late. And dropping the ring in the spaghetti plate. Because your hands are shaking so much. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, spaghetti. <clears throat> Man. Okay. And um, it's the way she looks with the rice in her hair. Eating burnt suppers the whole first year. Is it a country song? Yes, it's a country song. Okay, okay. So we got the genre. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's something about that's ringing a bell. Mm-hmm. And it's pushing me to the countryside. Uh-huh. Say it again. Uh-huh. Who, me? Yeah, go see it. One more time. Just read it some more? No. Oh, yeah, you can read more. Because it's the first long kiss on a second date. Mama's all worried when you get home late. And dropping the ring in the spaghetti plate. Because your hands are shaking so much. Is it Garth Brooks? Damn it. Travis. Well, me and my lady had our first big fight. So I drove around to Alan Jackson. That's Brooks and Dunn. On the corner bar. And it just seemed right. So I pulled up. And my broom guitar. Not a soul around. But the old bar keep. Down George at Strait. the end, looking half asleep. But he oh. walked up and said, what are you doing? Ain't wrong with a steel guitar, or how's he said? Whiskey, whiskey voice. Over there. <laughs> Sounded like old auntie. I was trying to sound voice. like that still, that wheel, that still, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that still guitar. Okay, so you got <laughs> he cut in right when it was like Sorry. the words, the title of the song. I'm trying to focus, and you guys are taking me all over the place. Um, say it again. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, not a soul of brown, but the old bar keep down at the end, looking half asleep. But he keep. walked up and said, "What'll it be?" Down, down, down. I said. You didn't reach around for the whiskey. You didn't pour me a beer. His blue oh. eyes kind of went misty. He said, you can't find that here. Bro, I'm I don't lost, know. Man. I don't know. You got me. 
You don't know? Somebody no. yelling right now. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's screaming at us. Brad Paisley, the good stuff. Oh, no uh. one. Brad Paisley, sorry. Never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> don't like her song. <laughs> no, that, no, it's not Brad Paisley. What? No, I'm messing this up. Uh, hold on. He don't it's even not Brad know. Paisley. He don't even know. <laughs> He's probably making it up. No, 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 no. <laughs> People are yelling at me. Yeah. Because I... I... Uh, let me see, let me see. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the good stuff. I just thought of that. Oh, Kenny Chesney. Oh, yeah. See, I wouldn't have never known that. I don't really listen to his music. Oh, really? Yeah. This is like one of the only songs I like. Kenny Chesney. Used to drink to it. Chesney. Now me and my lady had a first big fight. Yeah, right. Spaghetti with rice in your hair. <laughs> Good man I, I sing sorry <laughs> on a Saturday night. I don't know how that song goes on free country. <laughs> okay, sing a song about the heart. Yeah, like yeah that's the one I was trying to do with the steel guitar. <laughs> I only see my goals. I don't believe in failure because I know the smallest voices. They mm. can make it major. I got my boys with me. At least those in favor. And if we don't meet before I leave, I hope I'll see you later. Shinnok. <laughs> Tupac. <clears throat> no. It's a rap song though, right? Hip hop, R and B. It's not? Really? Um Drake. YG. Uh-uh. Is it is it like uh, this era or is it? Older? Yeah, it's a, it's a this era, but it's not a it's not hip hop. I tell you that. No, it's not. Okay. Is it R and B? Country. Mm-mm. What else is there? Pop. Yeah, Drake's pop. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a pop bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Okay, a little bit more. Can you repeat a few lines or something? Yeah. Yes. So now that I know where we're, now I know what we're working with. Once, I was 20 years old, my story got told. I was writing about everything I saw before me. Once, I was 20 years old. Travis Scott. Soon, we'll be 30 (laughs) years old. Our songs have been sold. Ed Sheeran. You're on the right track. Mario. Mario? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mario? Uh-uh. Uh, guys give up? Uh, yeah. Aust- some more? Australian rapper. Iggy Azalea. Yeah, yeah. I'm still learning about life. Okay, now sing it with the, the tune. Yeah. Okay. Say it with the tune. Once I was 20 years old, my story got told. I'm rhyming about everything I saw before me. Once I was 20 years old. You get anything out of that? No. <laughs> you don't get anything? <laughs> nah, man. I don't. 
I, if that's like modern music, I don't listen to modern music. Once I was seven years old, my mama told me, Captain go make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely. Ricky Skaggs. Once I was seven years old, Lucas Graham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lucas Graham it's a, it's a song my daughter loves It's called Seven Years It's like Once I was seven years old It talks oh, about that like that sounds good I just yeah, don't dog, know It's it catchy is. It's real catchy And it's a pop song Once uh, I was seven years old Yeah okay, I'm gonna I think I, Seven okay, years old It's now, really good Now that you said it About five times Like I think it's starting To like ring a bell now dun, Yeah when dun, you said dun, The lyrics dun, I was like dun. I've heard this before Yeah you guys uh, have heard it Yeah, yeah. Oh I got a crap It's a I think it was big On like TikTok I think Okay. Stretch out, bro. <laughs> this guy got a cramp jumping around. <laughs> he got a cramp in his loins. <laughs> Crow fair cramp. Just throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> got <Some> angels. <laughs> hey. The after effects. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing at Crow Fair. Recovery <laughs> mode in full effect. <laughs> what's, her name? Some <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> was, uh, what's her name? <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys ready? Yep. Okay. Yes. You know, I can be found sitting home all alone. Mm-hmm. If you can't come around, at least on the telephone. Baby, if I made you mad for something I might have said, hmm. please, let's forget my past. The future looks bright ahead. Metallica. No. Guns and Roses. No. ACDC. No. It. I guess in a way you're kind of on the wrong track, but you got to go a little bit further back. Further back than you that. You like that yeah. old school rock, huh? Uh, Who's that? Um, ZZ Top. The Dog Face. What was he listening to? That group sounds like a woman singing. Fleetwood Mac. Is it Fleetwood Mac? No, Fleetwood Mac, but you got to love Stevie Nicks. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's a Stevie Nicks song. No. Okay. Man. Uh, that lady that sings... Crazy. It's Patsy Klein. Is it Patsy Klein? No. They're going crazy over me. Dolly Parton. Don't stop thinking of me. Don't make me feel this way. Reba McIntyre. Brittany Come Spears. on over here and love me. You know what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now I don't know. Share. <laughs> sure. No. Share. <laughs> Share's sure. a witch. Is she? Yeah, she hasn't aged a day in like 50 years. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Something like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> tell me when like, you guys are, uh, like, what's you guys are ready to... Like uh, Smokey I'm, on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Order the berry sweeter juice. <laughs> Knock that. No, I'm just kidding. He's like, what? <laughs> so it's darker the berry sweeter juice. Oh, yeah, she darker than the motherfucker. It's <laughs> 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 so stupid. I know. Um, I don't know. My, I, it's an old rock song. Let's say that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you were saying Patsy Cline. That's like. I don't know rock. who's before. Um, like Stevie Nicks. And okay, you want me to try it with a melody? Yeah. She yeah, goes. Yeah. Uh, no. The she goes. You know I can be found sitting home all alone. 
Oh. If you can't come around, at least please telephone. So don't be cruel. Too hard. That's true. All right. <laughs> I don't know who sings it. Elvis. Elvis. Presley. Okay. okay. All right. We got one. <laughs> See, it's like way oh. different when, when we read it like that. I know. Yeah. It is. It is. All right. My turn. My turn. My turn. <clears throat> a summer's disregard, a broken bottle top. And one man, so they follow each other to the wind, you know, because they got nowhere to go. That's why I want you to know. Huh. They got nowhere to go. <laughs> As I turn up the collar on my favorite winter coat, this wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street with not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind pretending not to see their needs? Coolio. No. Is it a hip-hop? No. Nope. Not is it a country song? It is not a country song. Is it a reggae song? Not a reggae song. Pop song? Pop, yes. It's Prince. Very, very close. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. It is Michael Jackson. What song is it then? What's it? Say it again. What song is it then? What song is it then? A summer's disregard, a broken bottle top, and a one man soul. They follow each other on the wind, you know, because they got nowhere to go. That's why I want you to know. Man in the mirror. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. Yes, sir. All right. Good job, fellas. Hey, dude, that's what song it is. That's what song it is. Then, then, then. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. Go. Tell me what has become of my rights. Am I invisible? Because you ignore me. Your proclamation promised me free liberty. Now, I'm tired of being the victim of shame. <laughs> Public enemy. They're throwing me in a class with a bad name. I can't believe this is the land from which I came. Queen Latifah. No. Nas. No. <laughs> you guys keep going to hip hop. <laughs> it's not hip hop? I had to switch it up, dog. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. okay. okay. I'm multi dimensional. I know, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. Um, okay. Reggae. Nope. Hmm. It's not a pop song. It is. It, it is, is a pop song. Oh, I thought you said no already, but okay. You know. Sean Kingston. I really do hate to say it. <laughs> the government don't want to see. But it Roosevelt was living. Bruno Mars. He wouldn't let this be. No. Fuji's. No. No. Whitney Houston. Guys, give up. Beyonce. <laughs> no. Britney Spears. Everything in the box to the left. Skinhead. Deadhead. Everybody. Black Eyed Peas. On bad. Is it Black Eyed Peas? No. Will I am. <laughs> no. Taboo. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pop song. It's like social justice. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. Um, Snoop. Is that hip hop though? It's not hip hop. It's along the same it's lines pop. that you had. Oh, Michael Jackson, Prince? <laughs> it ain't Prince. It's not Prince. Is it Michael Jackson? Yeah. What? Is it? Uh, they don't care about us. Yeah. That's what I was going exactly. They don't care about us. Remember? Ding, 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 ding. Like it had a beat. They don't care about us. Yeah. Remember that? Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I like he's your like move in, for it though. Yeah, yeah. He's like in like in the shanty it's town. Like, yeah, he's around, all pissed off. Kind of like a dramatic, like it's a social justice song. Yeah. So basically, it's they don't care about us. All I want to say, is they, they don't, don't really care about us. Yeah. Yeah, you got me on that one. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, here we go. Last song of the evening. Unspoken words. Take it away. Did you see that one song? Was it you that sent me that one? Which one? The lead when you try to pass it off. Oh, uh huh. Like they try to pass it off, and then that guy's like he he's like pointing to the new guy, or that that they say when you you're trying to pass it off to the new guy, and then he's like pointing. He's like, uh-huh. no, he tried to. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I sent that to you. Okay, this one might be a little bit easy now that I'm looking at it, okay. but we're gonna go through with it anyway. Okay. <clears throat> Hail. What's the matter with you? Feel right? Sir Mix a lot. Don't you feel right, baby? <laughs> Hail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a poison. From the main vine. All right. Rex in the face. I said, I'll find it. Find it. And love it if you like it. That's <laughs> yeah. TLC. Hail. Friends. Hail. What about your friends? Nope, nope. It's your business if you want some. <laughs> Take some. Get it together, baby. Digital Underground. Nope. <laughs> it's a freaking pimp song. Beer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tears, no fears. Um, was it a pop? No. Gangsta rap. No. Rap? No. Reggae. No. R and B. No. No. It's not R and B. No. What? Folk music. No. I want <laughs> what kind of it? Is it? But you rock? haven't said rock yet. Oh, rock. rock. But I noticed why I said rock. I didn't kiss? say heavy metal. Oh, heavy Is metal. It kiss. No. Metallica. So it's a power ballad. Hail. Hail. What's the matter with your head? ACDC. Yeah? Hail. Hail. What's the matter with your mind? And your sign on a... Oh, Twisted oh, Sister. Oh, hail. Oh, oh, oh. Nothing matters. Staying alive. Staying alive. Head. You're kind of on the right track with that, although I don't think Bee Gees would be rock. I think that's more disco. Uh, baby, find it. Come on and find it. Hail mm. with it, baby. James Brown. You're fine. And you're mine, and you look so divine. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Something. Something. Kiss. No. Rolling Stone. He said kiss like three times. <laughs> no, you never said <laughs> I said no. Redbone. There you go. Come and get your love. There you All go. Right. Hey. What's the matter with, with your, your head? head? Yeah. Hey. What's the matter with your mind, baby? Mind, baby. 
There you go. What's the matter with your auntie? Auntie. <laughs> she won't call me back on the silly. And she won't give me a hickey. Hickey. <laughs> Even though she stayed in my teepee, teepee. <laughs> she can't have any more babies, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and she left me on my knees weeping, weeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, when I was sleeping, sleeping. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you, got it. you got that one too. All right, cool. Hey. 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 All right. That was a good round of What Song Is It Then? What Song Is It Then? What Song Is It Then? Ah, hey. <laughs> you guys ready to do this? Yes. Bro, warmed up. Do this, man. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. So, DJ, if you're ready, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right, all right. We are Unspoken Words, the triad. We're here in episode 148. And tonight we did the 16 personality tests. And at this time, I'm going to throw it over to your pod, Gotti, because this was... Inspired by him. So take it away. Hey, absolutely. Josiah Hugs. I want to thank you. No, but the reason like why it felt like this would be cool, man, is, is it's a personality test. I know a lot of you listeners probably have heard it. You guys probably took some. Um, but as part of my new job, I had to do the 16 personalities.com. And for me, it was one of those personality tests that was almost spot on. There are some things that, you know, I kind of question, but I thought it would be fun to come talk about the types that we are, our personality types. Like for me, I'm a mediator. I am INFPT, which is basically an introverted um, person who is a mediator. We are poetic kind altruistic people always eager to help a good cause they approach life with thoughtfulness and imagination guided by their principal version of humanism mediators like you belong to the diplomat role group and embrace the constant improvement strategy and it's crazy like for the first time like i did this like last week on the eighth i believe uh-huh. but i just kind of been like learning about myself since yeah. And I don't know, like we, we can we can discuss our traits. Like for me, like I said, I'm a INFPT. I'm a seventy eight percent introvert, which is kinda weird because everything that I do has to do with talking and meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um but I also found out that like as an introvert, like man, that really drains me. Mm-hmm. You know, like <clears throat> it was crazy because we had this like meet and greet, like breakfast thing. And we went there, and the event was only about two hours, but I went there, kind of mingled, had fun, met people. Yep. Um, you, you, know, you know how it is. And, and yep. then I went back to the office, but, man, I felt like I, like I was standing out in 100-degree weather with a freaking wetsuit on or something, you know? Yep. Like, just drained, man. I had no energy. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'll put you on that. Yeah, because I think, like, for 
introverts were a little bit more comfortable like staying in our own safe world. But yeah, what were you guys, man? So no, I could totally relate with that because I'm on my test. I'm I'm almost half introvert. Just kidding. No, but um, yeah, no, you just feel exhausted. Yeah, like just from, you've really extended yourself just to do all that socializing. Absolutely. Um, now I'm yeah, I could go you know for hours doing that, but then like at the end of it, like I'm done, man. I'm just like spent. Yeah, go to bed, take a nap. You know. <clears throat> um. So me. Uh, for my results, initially the protagonist, uh, that's my per- personality, the ENFJA slash ENFJT. Uh, those are mine. <clears throat> it says, protagonist feels called to serve a greater purpose in life. Thoughtful, idealistic, these personality traits strive to have a positive impact on other people in the world around them. Uh, rarely shy away from opportunity to do the right thing, even when doing so is far from easy uh yeah i could see that i think i was like 70 percent on this one as far mm-hmm. as that goes uh but i was like 70 percent that and oh i know that was something else but um yeah i could definitely see that and um don't disagree with that part um but <clears throat> yeah it's i guess that's probably majority of the time but i'm i'm cool with just, like just chilling out by myself too yeah, no, I think like I think like the cool thing about these personality tests, right? Like we're not like either or. Yeah, and I was, some of yeah. yeah, and then they can also like change at times too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, um, <clears throat> I had to go back and forth at the powwow. Yeah, um, because my son kept forgetting stuff. I had to go back like twice back to the car. Each time I got stopped multiple times by people talking to me and oh, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I don't mind doing that. Yeah, like that didn't like. I didn't get mad at them. Like, ah, get out of my way. Blah, blah, blah. I sat, I stood there and talked to them for a little bit, and then I kept going on my way. But then the rest of the evening, I sat in my chair and I watched the powwow and had little to no interaction with anybody. And you were just. And I was cool. Cool, man. So, yeah, I mean, I see that part. What about you over there, favorite Indian? <clears throat> Your so initial results. Initial result was a mediator, too, but it was INFPA and INFPT. And what that means is assertive mediator slash turbulent mediator. Yeah. And you already talked about the assertive one, right? Uh, no, I think I... Um, oh, okay. I but didn't anyway, really touch on that part. But the, I was re- like reading like the turbulent part, and it says, Turbulent personality types are typically not comfortable with their current lives. They often use this dissatisfaction to try to become better people. However, when applied to mediators, this turbulent quality spins them in a distinct direction. They are likely to use a strongly idealistic filter to assess where and how they need to improve. This drive to correct what they decide are flaws often pushes them to work too hard. But idealism is a demanding standard. Turbulent mediators are apt to ask too much of themselves and become overwhelmed. So, like, I think that, I mean, you guys know about my perfectionism, and I'm like, yeah, that's, I kind of, mad because some of these are, like, when I was reading, like, you know, as the description goes on, like, it was weird, like, okay, yeah, that's, so that's how you would say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I get that, like, um, when they don't meet their unyielding, perhaps at times unreasonable goals, they are likely to be hard on themselves. Self-criticism rings true for any turbulent individual. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, on one more line. Okay, Go ahead. but for these personalities, their imaginations, 
ding, ding, ding. And sensitivity may magnify the damage caused by negative self-talk. There wow. Go. <sighs> Whoa. Man. So, like, I guess basically how I would put it is uh, conspiracy theories about myself get stuck in that. Man, it's crazy. Like, another part that I agree with, right? Like, oh, go ahead. Were you still expounding on that? No, no. Go ahead. Oh, no. But uh, the part that I, because I, I think me and you, like, um, we're basically similar to INFP. I'm a T, though. Um, but this bottom, bottom part, it says, in search of a calling, and it says, people with this personality type tend to feel directionless or stuck until they connect with a sense of purpose for their lives. For many mediators, this purpose has something to do with uplifting others and their ability to feel others' people's suffering, mm-hmm. as if it were their own. While mediators want to help everyone, they need to focus their energy and efforts, otherwise they can end up exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then it says, fortunately, like flowers in the spring, mediators' creativity and idealism can bloom even after the darkest of seasons. Although they know the world will never be perfect, mediators still care about making it better however they can. This quiet belief in doing the right thing may explain why these personalities so often inspire compassion, kindness, and beauty wherever they go. Right on, right on. Yeah. I kind of, yeah, I kind of agree with that, though. Like, yeah, these are, it's crazy, like, how it's, like, describing things that I've felt about myself, but I could never articulate it. Yeah. True. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I think, like, when a lot of, like, my frustration at times is because I don't know how to express myself creatively. Mm. You know, like, my mind's constantly running. Like, for me, I'm an introvert. I scored 78%. You know, so yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm, like, most of the time, it's crazy because most of the time I can be fine by myself. I'm all right with that. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's where, like, that's, like, my cup of tea. That's where I recharge. That's where, you know? Yeah, not that, like, the... I'm like the opposite. Yeah. I'm 70% extrovert, which is kind of shocking to me. Like, I feel like I have to turn it on, but then I can turn it off being extrovert. Yeah. So, like, it says extrovert individuals readily enjoy group activities and value social interactions. They tend, like, I feel alive when I go to a tournament and, like, visiting. Yeah. Or at a powwow visiting. But I'm cool like, if I'm at a tournament, like, just sitting up in the top bleacher in the corner and just watching games and, like, not talking to anybody all day, like, I'm cool with that, too. Yeah. Like, I don't have to be talking to people. Just to have that balance, huh? Yeah. Because, like, that three-on-three <clears throat> tournament at Rock the Rims, like, I was there. I was standing there and watching games, and people, different ones came up and visited with me. Like, I didn't go seek it out. But I was cool with talking with them, but I was cool with just standing there, too. Yeah, like it didn't disturb your peace. You were good either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that, yeah, I think that's kind of cool, though, because, like, the way that I see you, right, like, I always see you, like, out there making connections. I always see you out there, like, Mm. you know, like, every time I run into you, like, you're talking to somebody or, or, (laughs) you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, bro, like, for me, I'm like, man, like, it's something that I admire because for me, like. Dog, that's like nightmarish for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, man, what am I going to say? I can only bring up the weather like three times, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I think like for me, like I don't have a lot of friendships, but the friendships that I do have, mm-hmm. they mean a lot to me. Oh yeah, true, true. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm good with my like circle of people. Yeah. Like so, like small talk, man, is something that really like intimidates. I I, I shouldn't say intimidates. It's something that I'm okay doing. But I'd rather not. Yeah. Case in point, we had a 
Um, there's three of us in our office, and we had a choice today, and they asked us which one of us wants to stay and which one, one of us wants to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm good staying. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, like it, because it was an opportunity to be by myself for half a day. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't like bring myself to go interact. It's not that I don't love that part of my job. I do like to meet new people. But for me, it was like it was an opportunity to be by myself. Yeah. And I chose that over interacting. True. Mm-hmm. 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 And so uh, one, one more thing on this first page, it says speaking their truth. Few things make mediators more uneasy than to pre- pretending to be something they or someone they aren't. With their sensitivity and their commitment to authenticity, people with this personality type tend to crave opportunities for creative self-expression. And like I, I get that. Like, but you guys also know that. Uh, like I, I, I'll. It takes me a second to. To um connect with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when I do, you know, like, I just kind of go off the deep end, like, in my own goofy little world. Mm-hmm. But that, I think that's more of a trust thing. Um, but then here's also something that that's interesting, too, is uh, mediators have a talent for self-expression. They may reveal their innermost thoughts and secrets through metaphors and fictional characters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, how I'm always trying to explain stuff, and then I just use, like, an example. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, like I, I get that. I mean, I understand that. I was like, yeah, I do do that. Like. I think that's more for my own benefit too. Yeah, uh-huh. like because it helps me kind of not only retain that information, but to help it understand, make it easier for me to understand. Yeah, and then like you're thinking out loud, and then like okay, this is how I think of it, and then, like okay, so remember that time when I was talking about you know we're all climbing a hill, and then some of us pick up rocks. Yeah, and then I hand it over to Josiah. Man, I can't carry this anymore. And then when I'm not looking, he throws it away, and that has to do with like you know when we're um. When we got problems or we got things that are weighing on us and we got to get it out and you find somebody to talk to, you know, I can say all this stuff to you. And then it's not like that person is going to keep it. They're just going to throw it away. Throw it out. So, like, that's that, I guess, metaphor. I don't know what that is. But yeah. it's still like like that working example rather than saying what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get that. Yeah, no, no, no. I like that. <clears throat> this one, on the introduction part, then we'll get into the strengths and weaknesses. Uh, for me, it says leading the way. It says people with this personality, the um, this personality type, are devoted altruists, ready to face slings and arrows in order to stand up for what what the people and ideas that they believe in. And I think I was like, oh man, that's definitely me. Like that's why, like I always say, I gotta keep it simple. Like if I get too haughty on whatever topic, man, I'll. I'll jump on my soapbox and like let everybody know, and I'll try to cram it down people's throats and rah 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 rah. Um, because of this, that's like definitely identified that in me. So like I always, that's like okay, I just gotta keep it simple, keep the message simple, keep everything. I try to keep everything simple because I know that about myself. Yeah, like, I know I'll jump on the soapbox and tell you you better do it this way or else. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I know that about myself, so yeah, I definitely see that. I got to keep it simple. And then I think, like, another interesting thing, man, that, that's crazy, but the other interesting thing like this, it says, like, mediators share a sincere curiosity about the depth of human nature, kind of like what you were talking about, right? Like, you, you, you kind of go off, like, 
deeper and i think like we're built like that right like mediators and stuff but introspective to the core this part is cool it says they exquisitely attune to their own thoughts and feelings but they yearn to understand the people around them as well yeah mm. mediators are compassionate and non-judgmental always willing to un- hear another person's story when someone opens up to them or turns to them for comfort they feel honored to listen and be of help and I think, like, for me as a person, man, like, there's nothing, there, there's, I love to be in a position to help people. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I like, like, finding resources for people in the community. Yeah. You know, that, that's like, that makes me feel good, like, making somebody else's day a little bit easier. Yeah. You know, and then, like, when people share stuff with me, like, for me, man, it's like, I'm like, man, like, thank you. You know, because I, I feel like that's that's the doorway for, like, real relationships. Does that mean, you know, like, it's yeah, not yeah, just, yeah. like, a surface level, but it's, like, an opportunity. Like, this person that's sharing with me is inviting me into their world. And I have the opportunity to see the world from their side. And I yeah. think, like, it, it, it's, like, when I think about it, like, man, it, it's awesome and it's beautiful. You know, yeah, and like being like so, it says mediator for me too, and that that same thing came up, and like and and you think about it, like it is an honor for to like okay, what is it about me that makes people open up? Yeah, like what is it that they see in me, and then you know they can tell me things, and so it's I mean like that there's got to be that quality, and it's got to be a positive one. Yeah. And and of course, you know, like I, I strongly agree with you, like helping people and making their di- like their day brighter, yeah, and better, and maybe you know helping them out. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I and I don't know if this has anything to do with that turbulent part of it. Like, if you get burnt, then that's it. Yeah, right. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, that's probably true for anybody for a lot of people. Oh yeah, yeah. but. Like and when you're talking about that, I can think of examples of both sides, like where I. Okay, this I'll, I'll help you, but then, you know, this is what I expect from you as well. You know, it's mm-hmm. reciprocal. It has right? to be reciprocal. And if it's not reciprocated, then like, okay, I'm done. Because mm-hmm. I, I think I probably in the past, like that might be even be more like um, what do they call it? Uh, um, uh, shoot, codependent. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 but what I learned is, is like, okay, I cannot put my energy into somebody who isn't going to put their energy back. Like, you know, give me that back. True. Because you know, I've heard uh, the saying that loyalty is finite; it has an expiration date. Mm-hmm. And how do we extend that by both parties being reciprocal? Mm-hmm. Like, give and take, give and take, give and take, and then when one side decides to stop that, then. It's time to say, okay, that's done. Yeah. So and it's crazy that you say that, bro. Like, this leads right into here. It says, empathy is among this personality's type's greatest gifts, but at times it can be a liability. Mm. The troubles of the world weigh heavily on mediators' shoulders, and these personalities can be vulnerable to internalizing other people's negative moods or mindsets unless they learn to set boundaries. Yeah, okay, there you go. They See, and like you just said, like, I knew what it was. I just didn't know how to articulate yeah. it. And that's what it is. Like, you got to set those boundaries. Because otherwise, you know, like, I'd take them on and, like, man, like, you don't need to be doing that. And True. that's what I realize is a lot of the frustration, right, is, is like, 
the 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 part that this ends it it says mediators may feel overwhelmed by just how many things there are that need to be set right mm. and that's one thing that i've like lear- had to learn how to like be okay with myself yeah you know like i had to realize like man like everything don't have to be my way but then i identify with that like man sometimes i get so overwhelmed and i get frustrated because i can't do nothing yeah you know what i mean mhm yeah yeah crazy and then, like, is a part of that is, like, the people you're trying to help that they doesn't, like, they don't take your advice? Is that yeah. Bugs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, why are you coming to me for advice and you're not <laughs> applying nothing? Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you like really want to know or not? Yeah, like, the stories you tell where um, the people call you and ask for prayer. And I was like, well, do you got a bottle with you right now? You know? Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to pray for you. You're going to drink after this. Yeah. You know? It's like, why are we praying for protection <laughs> right after you take the protection off? Yeah. You know so, what I mean? So, in other words, help me help you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good boundary. Especially in, like, what we're trying to do, like, help people get to the red road and stay on the red road and walk the red road. We got to have those boundaries, man. And that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is never working harder than the people that we're helping. True. Yeah, I think that's a big one. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, this one, it says uh, receptive protagonists have strong opinions, but they're far from close-minded. They recognize the importance of allowing others to express themselves fully. And I can see myself in that. Like, um, like I got my strong opinions. Even when protagonist doesn't agree with someone, they recognize that the person's right to voice their truth. So, like, if you like LeBron, I'm not going to sit there and tell you you're wrong. But inside, I'm like, this mother effer is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will jump on social media and argue with people about it. I'll laugh about but it and be like, this, oh, right. what this is a, This is a good example because does that even count, though, <laughs> about what you just said? <laughs> Because if inside it's a your strong opinion, a strong opinion, but inside your mind, you're not being open minded. You're like, no, I know, but I'll let you let you speak your piece. Yeah, okay, all it's, right. It says even when the protagonist doesn't agree with someone, they recognize that that person's right to voice their truth. Okay, all right, mm. all right, never mind. I, okay, yeah. all right, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, that's you. So like, <laughs> you can love LeBron all you want. It's not around me. Or you. <laughs> <laughs> You can believe that the world is round. Yeah, you can believe in a spherical earth if you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> so are we still on the introduction? Or are we in going into strengths and weaknesses? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, oh, okay, so we're in strengths and weaknesses now. Um, me in this game. I don't know where you're at. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody does. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to see one of the, okay, the the weaknesses. One of the weaknesses is unrealistic. And it says, nothing in this world is perfect. And and that can be a difficult truth for mediators to accept. People with this personality type can be hopeless romantics with rose-colored visions of what their lives should be like. This can set mediators up for disappointment when really when reality inevitably falls short of their dreams. And I wouldn't go so far as to say that, but it's definitely like in the details. Yeah. Like that. Mm. Like nothing is perfect and and that's where it, it gets me. Like it's just the details. 
And then, like, when things fall short, then it's like, oh, my God, the sky is falling. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, no, that makes perfect sense, the way that you describe your art. Yeah. Right? Like, man, it could be, like, nine out of ten, like, nine of us could be like, man, that's an amazing drawing or painting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you could be that tenth person, right? And you're like, yeah, but you didn't see the mistake I made. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Yeah, it is. But none of us saw that flaw, but then you, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So that was one of the um, uh, weaknesses. Yeah. On my unrealistic, it says many protagonists put pressure on themselves to right every wrong that they encounter. No matter how hard their personality strive, it's just unreal. Isn't realistic for them to solve all the problems of the world. If they aren't careful, they can spread themselves too thin and be left unable to help anyone. Uh, very, very true for me. Um, even like so, somebody says, you know, different. I've had to set up boundaries and like with myself saying yes to events. Yeah, because like, man, I will spread myself way too thin. You know, an event, two events every night of the week. You know, I, would, I just won't say no. It's like, oh, they want me there. They need me there. Or they want me to come talk. Blah, blah, blah. And I'll just keep saying yes. And I've done that to the point where um, <clears throat> I've exhausted myself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually numerous times. So I've, I'm in a better place now. I can say no without, without uh, any remorse or feeling guilt. Yeah. I can just be like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I'm already doing this. Or even, like, I'll even tell white lies now. There's certain organizations, like, I need you to come talk. I really don't feel like it. I was like, no, I can't make it that night. Because I need to be home, you know. How long did it take you, like, to get there? Years. Yeah. Years. Probably just, I mean, within the past year and a half, two years, have finally just started being like, no, I'm good. Do you think, like, for a person that's, like, in early recovery, do you think that could be, like, a... Yeah, that could be, like, a, um, like a, almost like a cross addiction. Yeah. Like, trying to be people-pleasing. So, saying yes all the time to stuff. Um, and I know, like, my first 18 months of recovery, man, I work 60 hours a week. Damn. Um, just to keep myself busy. Yeah, I finally got to a point where I was like, I mean, I didn't need the money. I was just working every day for 18 months. Wow. Because I was scared to go back out, you know. Well, I guess it was first two years because I started that job six months into my recovery, the weekend job. And I worked it for 18 months. So my first two years of recovery, yeah. Wow. Those are some long hours. I know. It's crazy that the weaknesses, man, yeah, that's, yeah. I think I wanted to concentrate on the weaknesses, too. It's like this one is self-isolating. Mm. It says mediators long to connect with others, but they don't always know how, mm. especially in new environments. Mediators may be reluctant to put themselves out there in ways that would help them make new friends or become involved in a new community. As a result, people with this personality type may sometimes feel lonely or isolated. I got that one, too. And I think, like, man, like, for me, it's like, man, I know, like, I shouldn't, like, isolate myself. But then I'm scared of, like, I don't know, there's just, like, fears of, like, meeting people. And, like, I think it's just all in my head of, like, man, how much of this small talk can I endure? 
and I find it very hard to like to 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 be able to strike up a conversation like yeah. I try I I don't know how you can try too hard, but I feel like I try too hard to have a meaningful conversation with people, you know? Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I understand that, yeah. Yeah, but... And, and for me, it's like, I think part of that fear is like being judged, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. Because I think I, probably because I'm so self-critical. Yeah. I think that might have something to do with it. I think that's what other people are doing too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so like that part of that, you know, that... um. And I wouldn't go so far as to say lonely or isolated, but like really not having that ability to walk up to somebody and say, you know, it's like you said, start, start, start a conversation. Yeah. But once I get to know you and you guys know this all too well, like I won't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I'm the same, yeah. Amen. Say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> and so like it's like almost night and day, but it has to be that there's gotta be that trust, I think. And I think that's the biggest thing, is like that trust. Mm. And so it's kinda hard for me to kinda let people in like that oh, we're yeah. always talking about being vulnerable and that's what we're doing here on this podcast right because we're putting our we're putting yeah. our shit out there yeah and you would think that that would be kind of um helpful in this sense yeah 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 but at the same time i still have to make that conscious effort to say you know i'm okay and even if they aren't accepting of who i am and yeah. everything about me then that's okay too yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think that, I mean, I think you guys, both of you guys are talking about this and, like, having that conversation. I've seen you guys evolve, both of you, where, you know, 140 weeks ago, you probably wouldn't have been confident enough to go into Q2 and read that script in one take. Boom, boom, boom. One out. take, baby. Yeah. You know, but 148 weeks later, they call us to do voiceovers. We walk in. Boom, 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 boom. We're done in like 10 minutes and we're out the door. Dog, that's what I say. Like, like we were in and out. Yeah. But I mean, that's talking what you guys are saying here. You guys have grown a lot to yeah. be able to do that. You know, go in there. We don't even know who these people are. The guy was like, oh, come in here and read this. And we're like, boom, we sit down, boom, 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 read it, out. Yeah. And, and you know, well, there's probably two things like for me. Is number one is there was only one other person in the booth. Oh yeah, but the other thing too is when like once I saw that microphone, oh yeah, yeah. like I just felt like I can. I, I you knew do what this, had to be done. I do this all the time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do this, and like I didn't even really think about it. Just like boom, well, one take it. and got out. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Like you, like you, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Like maybe uh, at the beginning when we first started this podcast, like I probably would have went in there and I would have got it. I'd have got it eventually, but it would have yeah. took me a while. But for us to just walk in there, boom, and walk right out. Like, we weren't there for, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, yeah if that, yeah, yeah. That's uh, one of the strengths for, for that personality type is passionate. And it says when an idea or movement captures their imagination, mediators want to give their whole heart to it. Mm-hmm. People with this personality type may not always be outspoken, but that doesn't diminish their strong feelings for a cause that speaks to their beliefs and convictions. And I think, like, for me, it's like, man, adapting, right? Like, being passionate about this podcast, being passionate about giving hope to those that, you know? Mm-hmm. Not saying that everybody listens is, is without hope, but, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just in case you are, but, like, bro, like, I'll hope for both of us. 
right? Like that's my passion. I want to encourage you to get out of that, you know, get out of that pit. Like I want to encourage you to not be hopeless, but carry that hope. Like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's what I want and I'll do it every Thursday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with that same mindset is like, okay, we got to go to Q2. Let's go. Let's get this done. It's something that we have to do at first, man. That first, like, my voice was a little shaky at first in there. Yeah. But then it was like, what am I doing? Yeah. And I snapped right into it. And yeah. he goes, oh, wait, let me turn down the, I got to adjust this. I had the gains too high for your voice. Mm. Because at first I wasn't, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, what am I doing, man? And I did then, do this. Then, 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 yeah. And the then God, he kicked yeah. in. Huh? Yeah. Yes, sir. Number 83. <laughs> Number 83. <laughs> um, I wanted to read this one, this weakness about me. One of the very few weaknesses I have. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> one of your strengths is humility, though. <laughs> it's one of my weaknesses as well. <laughs> Not as a protagonist. Tend to have clear ideas about what's right and what's wrong. They often think that everyone shares these fundamental principles, or at least that everyone should share these principles. So it can come come as a genuine shock to protagonists when people violate their core values, such as truth and justice. And I can see that too. Even like the goat debate. You know, the goat's Michael Jordan. So when they say someone else to go, I'm like, Pfft. I second that goat that's, statement. That's not even a debate, though. I know. It's but, not, huh? No. But man, I see it, and I'm just like, "What the?" F-? Like it really riles me up, not to the point where I'm arguing on social media, but like, uh, gets but my that's blood the, going. Why is it? Why is the debate between Jordan and McQueen? LeBron? But Kobe was better than LeBron. I know, and that's like a lot and, of the that, people always chime in and say that because I read the comments. They'll say like, LeBron hasn't even caught Kobe yet. Why are they trying to compare them to Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. And how many championships does LeBron have? Four. Well, and two they, losses, or three losses, right? Six. Six losses? He's four and six in the finals. Yeah. And they call that third one the Mickey Mouse ring. Because he was in the Mickey Mouse bubble, right? Yeah. yeah. They weren't supposed to win that one. Huh? <laughs> well, let me play devil's advocate. Okay. For sure. Everybody else was in that bubble, too. They could have won, but they didn't. Yeah. I think whoever won, they probably would have called the Mickey Mouse ring. That's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll take that. That's def- that's a valid point. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, they didn't let all the teams in because not all the players wanted to go. Didn't they only take, like, 16 teams or 12 teams or something? Something like that. Those are teams that could fill a roster. Yeah. So, I think, like, the 76ers weren't there. There's a lot of teams that didn't go that had good players. I think yeah, that was like in the like in the peak of Harden's prime too. Yeah, during 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's crazy, man. It seems like a long time ago. Like I remember watching those first games, and it was just quiet. Yeah, looked like a pickup game. Yeah, like a, like we were just watching it in the gym. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And they started adding the, fans. the crowds. Yeah. yeah, the crowd noise and stuff. Mm-hmm. Made it a little bit more realistic, but yeah, you make a valid point, sir. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go to a strength, and this is kind of, I read it, and then it kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier, but it says open-minded. 
Tolerant and accepting mediators try not to judge anyone else's beliefs, lifestyles, or decisions. This is a personality type that prefers compassion to fault-finding, and many mediators feel empathy even for those who have done wrong. Because they're so accepting, mediators often become confidants for their friends and loved ones, and occasionally for total strangers. And I think that just answered my question, like, what is it about people that, like, causes them to open up yeah Mm. what do they see or what do they and i don't think it's like a um like like something that we can like like something you might say yeah i mean or even something you might do i think it's just sort of like a like a subconscious thing you know like like on a like on a deeper level like you just kind of recognize oh man there's randy you know and he looks compassionate and empathetic and i feel like i feel comfortable saying this Whereas, you know, you can go to somebody else and like, yeah, I don't trust that dude. I ain't going to tell him shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't think it's like something that you can really turn off and on. Turn off and on. I think it's just there. No, that makes sense because like, man, like working out on the street, like there was like people were drawn, right? Like I'd hear their stories. Mm-hmm. But there was a part of me that was like, man, like, but I think, like, for me, like, my perspective on that change, and I've talked about it, like, I had a dream once where I was looking towards the rims, and I saw this, like, just this crowd of people coming, and they were all different races, right? And I, and oh, yeah. I was with God, and I'm like, man, who are they? And he was like, man, you see, like, what you're seeing is, like, what's going on on the inside of them. But, like, once I, like, when, once that dream happened, it really changed my perspective in, in those people on the street because what I saw now were people that were hurting. Mm. Right, and I could empathize with that because it's like, man, like I've hurt before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, not I may not have gone through exactly what you're going through, but I felt what you're probably feeling right now. Yeah, and I think that kind of plays into our personality type, like being intuitive. Right? Sometimes I'm like, man, like how am I? How do I get this impression, or how do I feel like? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you struggle or do you do like, and then they're like, man, like yeah. I never, you know, and exactly. it's like, how did I even know that? Like, like going up and saying, are you okay? And then yeah. they're just kind of boom. And I'm like, I don't know what it was that I saw or I can't, I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, so you know, what's, what's going on? And then like, boom, you get this flood of stuff. And it was like, okay. Like, yeah. I, I, I get it. You yeah. Know? And, and without saying, oh, the, Without, you know, like, okay, so that judgmental, like, um, I don't like to be judgmental because I don't like it when people do that shit to me. Oh, yeah. And it sucks. It does. And so, like, I don't do, I try not to do that with other people. And am I perfect? No. But, like, I think it's it's a really small window for, to be passing judgment. And even if I, you know, I joke around about it, but yeah. like, that uh, there's no malice in it because, I mean, sometimes our humor is really dark. Yeah. yeah. But, like, <clears throat> I get what you're saying, though. It's like, like, it, and again, I can't explain it. I think it's just something, it's like a sense. It's like this. I'm intuition. Gonna, yeah, intuition. I mean, that's, the, yeah, I was trying to think of a better, or not a better word, but something an, like a, a different way to explain it. But that's what it is. It's like you're intuitive and you can almost feel it. And it's like, okay, so, yeah. Mm-hmm going on and then because like i remember i was telling you guys before like being around certain types of individuals who were just like manly men blah, 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 like for lack of a better term and like like violent people 
Oh yeah. And, yeah. And, and when you see them around other people, well, they act a certain way, right? Like they have this persona and mm-hmm. this this facade. This yeah. yeah, facade. But then when I talk to them alone without even like asking, like I'm not gonna go up to somebody like that and say, So how are you feeling today, yeah. sir? Yeah. But for whatever reason they're telling me all this stuff and it, it kinda blows me away, like, okay, so yeah, I'm getting a lot of stuff out of you, but why? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, why are you telling me all this? And then you go out there and you act a different way mm-hmm. around everybody else, and, and your actions are different. But I, I don't know. I mean, that's cool with me because I mean, I think that's all some people need. Like a lot just, of times, yeah, yeah, get, get a sounding that data, board, that data dump. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Like even like when I was in jail, like people would come up to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm sitting like, bro, like I'm in the pod. Like I only had like a 60 day left on my sentence, and I told you guys a story or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like the least, you know, I'm, you know, not whatever. But like, all these guys have like long sentences and everything. But they would all cu- they started calling me. Like that's why I understood that I had a, a, a like a spiritual gift of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right, like praying for people and 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 like like bro, like this in jail. Oh yeah, yeah. Like people be coming up to me, like coming to coming to my cell, like talking to me, like, and it's like dog, like, like you, like why, like we're in jail, we don't get down, like, like you know what I mean? That's, and that's what it is too. That's what I was talking about. And it's like, I, I mean, I didn't like, I didn't get it. Like, I was like, I always wondered why that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like you said, like this, you, you know where we're at, and you know the people that we're dealing with, we don't get down like that. But they still did it anyway, and so. For me, it was like, okay, then I, that's it. That's as far as it's going to go. I'm not going to go, oh, like this guy said that. Blah, yeah. Blah. Mm-hmm. And I think that no nobody ever had to say, oh, that's how you have to play it. And that's how, you know, that's the right thing to do. I just knew. Yeah. That, like that, that it would be wrong to go and, you know, put somebody on blast like that. So. Yeah. yeah. I think that's part of it, too. Like, you just kind of, they intuitively know that that's going to be your, your truth. I think mm-hmm. so, man. Yeah, yeah no. Because um, <clears throat> that that type of stuff has been happening to me my whole life, too. Yeah. You know, my adult life. Like, just be visiting with somebody, and then all of a sudden, man, they're just pouring their heart out. Yeah. yeah. And they're pouring their guts out, and I'm, those first, you know, in my 20s, I was just sitting there, and I'm like, what the hell, you know? And yeah. that's why, like, I went in, I got that degree in psychology, because I wanted to start learning about... Why people thought or how they think, what makes people, what yeah, makes us tick. Yeah. Because I was like, there has to be something to this. Why I'm, why people come and just like pour their heart out to me. You know, I said, so I, that, that was a drive. That's for, what your degrees in psychology? Yeah. Hey, he told us that before, remember? Man, I know I've heard you say that, yeah. but it's like, I don't know. It's so like yeah, this. and it's crazy to hear you guys say that it's happened to you guys too. So yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely on the right track here. It's crazy, yeah, because, like, a couple of the homies, like, when we were leaving, too, like, they told me that they were going to kick my ass if I came back to jail. Mm, yeah. Like, literally, like, because they told me that I didn't belong there. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are people that are still going in and out. Yeah. You know? And yeah, like, yeah. dog, I wasn't supposed to, like, not like it's super rough or nothing, but, like, you know, like, it's yeah. crazy, man, like, to be in that environment with lions and still be, like, seen as somebody that cares. Yeah, and lions you know, and tigers and yeah. bears. But yeah, man, <laughs> lions, and tigers, and bears. Oh my! 
Right on. What else? Um, the next one is romantic relationships. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. kidding. No, I'm going to skip that. <laughs> you guys want, where do you want to go? Uh, let's try friendships. Yeah. So, friendships. Connecting with others makes the protagonists feel alive and purposeful. It's no surprise that when they are anything but apathetic about friendship, protagonists put sincere um, dedicated effort into staying close with their friends. For these personality, friendships are far from expendable or insignificant. Instead, they're key components to life well lived. And I'd say here, here to that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then, like, I guess looking at my own story, like, man, it was tough. Like, especially like when I first started talking circles in that first year, year and a half, there's like a group of guys that came and there came, came. Uh, from the pre-release, they got out and they're still coming. I was like, "Oh man, this is it! This is the group." And then one by one, they went back out. Boom, boom, boom. There's about eight of us, and by the end of two years, I was the only one here. Oh wow! Still going. Um, <clears throat> so that was real devastating to me. I remember during that time, and it was really it was difficult. Like I was pissed at all of them. How did you handle that? Man, I was just like, well, I talked about it. I definitely, like, you know, I had my sponsor, spiritual sponsor. I talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And they helped me through it, you know, giving me, well, you know, that old saying, well, maybe, I remember they were telling me, like, well, maybe they're not the ones to come along and help you. But that was one thing, you know, because I, I didn't want to hear that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. hard to hear, huh? Like, when you like, wanted it to be them. You're we're passionate. Because we were cool, man. We gelled. Like how we are, like how yeah. we gel, and we're cool, and we come together, it's laughs, and we can talk things out, work things out. That's how it was. But then, you know, they left, and it was just like, it was devastating. It was hard. Um, I, I knew I was going to push forward. It was just hard to get through. Yeah. I, I get that, yeah. So, guys, we're leaving. Beat your ass. <laughs> you guys oh, oh, no, but I remember, oh, like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> your abusive husband. We all beat up. Uh. <laughs> so, if you don't want to get beat up, stay. <laughs> I need it. Ain't none of my business. I, no, I think that's. I think. That's <laughs> a joke. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think that, like, makes sense, though, because. For any leader, right? Because as leaders, I don't know, man, like for it's like we're pouring ourselves out into the people that are close to us. Oh, yeah. Right? Like it's mm-hmm. not like for me, like mentoring and, and like discipling people. No. And the first few that like left, bro, like it hurt. Oh, man. Yeah. It hurt. Like to this day, like when I see the, the first person that left, I'm like, Mother we don't sucker. have that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's still, he's, you know, he's cool to me. And I and I mean to be cool, but then, like, man, inside it's like, come on. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I really had to work through that stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I, I get that, too, especially, like, <clears throat> in your in your darkest hour. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, then you separate the, the haves from the have-nots. Like, yeah. who's real and who's fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when the shit really goes down, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, there's certain people that will step up, but not many. Yeah, oh, man. and that to me kind of hurts. I mean, at first it did, like you know, like, oh, yeah. man. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, so now I know, like now I know 
and now I know what is needed as far as my own expectations or, you know, um, how I, like, what I see in other people. Like, what I want to see yeah, and, w- and what actually is mm. are two different things. Yeah. yeah. And so you got to, you know, have those boundaries and you kind of wait and you take it and you, okay, well, I'm not going to say it's like a test because that sounds kind of, you know. Testy. Testy. <laughs> Testies. No, that, but, <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> this is a family show. <clears throat> but, you know, like that. So, um, yeah, like to, to kind of, okay, vetted. We'll, all, we'll say vetted. To vet them. Yeah, to vet them. And, and on, their, on their terms and by their actions. Yeah. And, you know, because you can say whatever you want. Like, mm-hmm. we, we can talk all day long. But, like I said, when shit gets real and you're still there, yeah. mm-hmm. then that's okay. I know. And then the flip side of that, too, is like, and I think you guys know this is like, when you're down for me, then I'm down for you. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think, like, this leads into that next one. I know this one's coming off of Josiah's, but, like, for for ours, it says, when it comes to social lives, mediators may find themselves caught in a web of contradictions. People with this personality type crave alone time, but they're also vulnerable to loneliness. They long to feel accepted and well-liked, but they hate the idea of pretending to be anyone but their authentic selves. Mm -hmm. And while they hesitate to draw attention to themselves, they don't want to be invisible either. Mm. And I've made the joke, right, of like, man, I don't have no intentions of going to dinner, but at least send me the invite so I can tell you no. (laughs) You know, it's kind of funny, but it is. Like, sometimes, I think for me, I feel, like, invisible, right? Like, I'm like, damn, fuck me, invite me. But then in reality, it's like, okay, well, I don't ever go anyway because it's, like, out of my... You know what I mean? But but it still hurts. Like, dog, being honest, it still hurts. Yeah. You know? No, no, I, I completely get that. Like, I, that's a good way to put it, too, like... You know, at least send me the invite so I can tell you no. Yeah. Right? Like, don't just exclude. Well, he ain't going to come anyway. So, you know. Yeah. And, and, there's, and then, like, getting stuck in your own head. And then you're like, oh, well, you probably didn't want me there anyway. <laughs> That's what I said. Like, but they're also vulnerable to loneliness because it's like, man, like, I don't know. It's like, you got to cut through all the BS, right? Like, I've been, mm-hmm. we, like, for me, it's like I've been hurt enough. Yeah. To know, like, man, like, what what I value mm-hmm. is those few friends that I have who I know will go to bat for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have a lot of friends, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But the ones I do have, I feel like would go to bat for me because I oh, would yeah. do the same. For sure. For sure. And then, so it goes on to say, and Randy and I, we have the same one, so I'll just keep on reading for where he left off. The good news is that in the company of true friends, Mediators can escape the hamster wheel of these insecurities and focus on what really matters. For these personalities, friendship is a precious commodity, an opportunity for two people to lift each other up and change each other's lives for the better. Mediators truly believe in the old saying that a friend in need is a friend indeed. Few things bolster their sense of purpose like being there for someone they care about. Mm. And, I mean, it just, yeah, so, I mean, I can relate to that. But again, like you have to be vetted at this point, yeah. Because we've been burnt in the past, we've been hurt in the past, yeah. 
Like so. Oh yeah, definitely. I could definitely totally agree with that. Even like with the vetted thing, like we're talking about recovery. Someone's asking for help. I'm like okay, meet me at here. Whether it's for coffee or the talking circle or a meeting, wherever, meet me there at this time. If they don't show or they're late, I'm just like, all right, I write them off. I don't say anything. I don't text them or nothing. Um, but then if they reach out, like you didn't show up. So what makes me, how am I going to believe you that you really want this? No. And so, so mm-hmm. that being said, then do you give them the opportunity to go without putting yourself that far out there again? Um, I have like, okay. I was like, okay. I was like, I might say meet me at this talking circle. And then what usually ends up happening nine times out of 10 is I'll go to that talking circle and they don't show up again. Again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, now that right there, but it, since that's happened, I'm like, okay, well, go to meetings. I said, start walking a good path. I said, prove that you want this. And report to me, text me at this, text me at, text me every day or call me every day. And then usually they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And then, then I never hear from them again. Okay, so yeah, that, that makes sense then. What I would mean, you do in that situation? Well, I think, well, for me, I, I mean, I would do the same thing. But no. at the same time, like if I say, okay, well, you want me to help you? Let's go to this meeting together. I go to the meeting, they don't show up. And then I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't reach out to them. Oh, yeah. I but if they yeah. reach out to me again, and then I'll, I do the same thing. I'd say, hey, this is what you did. But here's what I'll do now. It's like, if you can show me that you're willing to do whatever it takes, then I'll be there for you. But it, until then, you know, you, I, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. I can't. Because I, then, I, then I'm like, I'm setting myself up for somebody else's failure in a way. Yeah. You know what's crazy in my studies today? I was reading, uh, I've been studying the life of Paul. Mm. But they had like what you call like a revival in this town called Antioch. Mm -hmm. And they were done and they were told they were being dispatched somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And Paul didn't want to bring John Mark with him because John Mark deserted them on their previous missionary trip. Mm. Barnabas was like, no, we got to give him another shot. Paul and Bar are not Barnabas and John Mark are cousins. Mm. And he's like, no, this guy's got to go with us. But the way the Bible describes it is that they were in contention. Mm -hmm. Like they got in a heated disagreement. Yeah. To the point that their past in ministry never crossed again. Mm. Like that's how pissed they were. Like Paul and Barnabas, like the way that it describes Barnabas is he's like, man, he's really like in there. Yeah. Fighting for his cousin John Mark to go yeah. with them, mm-hmm. and then Paul, on the other hand, is really fighting. Yeah, like nah, man, this guy freaking burned us already. He left us mm-hmm. in the biggest fight of our life. Yeah, he deserted us. Why should we give him another chance again? Mm. That's why I asked you guys, like, what would you do? Yeah, because like for me, mm-hmm. one pe- like if if I give somebody my time. Yeah. And they stand me up, I won't reach out again. Mm. Why should I? 
Yeah. And, and I, I don't know. I, I, I get that. I understand that, and I'm I'm on I'm on board 100. percent But somebody also told me it's like you can't give up on anybody, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna put myself out there like that. If you start if you start walking, yeah, then okay, we we'll, we'll walk. But until then, I'm not going to put myself out there. It's not like I'm giving up on somebody. Oh yeah, you're loving you're cheering them on from afar. From afar, yeah. yeah. And that's the way that I feel, right? Like if you like, and then, okay, and then when you catch up, then we'll walk. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's I, like you got to prove what you're about, though. Yeah, and I can't slow down for you. Yeah, I'm not going to stop for you. I'm going to keep walking. When you catch up, then let's go. Yep. No, and I, and then like so, these in, some individuals that stood me up or didn't show up, they're you know they're still walking the red road. Yeah, they run into them at sober activities, sober events, whatever, and I go right up to them like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Man, it's really good. What you're doing." But I could tell, you know, body language and everything that they hold a little resentment on me. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't sign, I didn't co-sign their bullshit. Yeah, and be like, oh baby, oh you missed it. Oh, let me change your pamper and take you to the next meeting. You yeah, know, I didn't do that. I just set that boundary. I was like, no, hell no, you stood me up. Yeah. Um, but when I see them, I'm very cordial, very positive, very encouraging. Man, you're doing it, man. Keep going. Yeah, I appreciate that, but you know they give you the side eye or that little. See, that's why I delete people on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious yeah. because for me, mm-hmm. it's like, why am I going to pretend to be your friend when I reach out to you and you don't, you don't give mm-hmm. me no play? You will pretend to be mine. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, and I find it like I'm not, I'm not in the business to get to know you like what i want to do is like i want to know you yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. i, w- I want to be in partnership with you yeah i don't want to like be the only one that's feeding this relationship because like you said it's reciprocal oh yeah Rizal. you know like that's why i'm always vet- vetting my facebook mm-hmm. is because i have people on there who are like you know mm-hmm. they say they want help they say like whatever but like Maybe I felt burned or there's no interaction. And for me, like, I just delete it mm-hmm. because I don't, like, I don't, I won't give that play. You no. know, it's like, okay, like, if I say something and you're not, you're not interacting with me, then I don't need you on my page. Yeah. It's and nothing it, personal. But, but I mean, that's, yeah, it's not personal, but it, it's a good boundary to have. And cause like, if like, to me that it just, it's not real. If you're the one putting in all the effort and not getting anything in return, then that isn't real. Oh, yeah. And so, and other people, and I think it comes down to, like, emotional intelligence, too. Like, some people don't even realize that they're doing that. Oh, mm-hmm. true. Because they lack that emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, am I going to start um, having negative feelings because this individual has shortcomings? No, I, I won't do that. But at the same time, I'm not going to put myself out there like that because of those, you know, because, yeah, because, you know, just for the sake of, oh, I want to help people. Well, yeah, but at what at what cost? Yeah. yeah. And, and really, for the people that are real, there shouldn't be any cost. It should be all profit. Yeah. Both ways. Mm hmm. 
I feel like if a relationship is real, there's effort on both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? You scratch yeah. my back, I'll scratch yours. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, all right, never mind. I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> I don't think that's a story for now. <laughs> that's off air. That's off air story. That's bonus material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, um, I think these are all, man, this is very telling. Um, I took a, another one. Very similar to this one, but it was like it was very in depth, like this, about three years into my recovery, um, and it was very like telling. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's why I do that it's because it's part of my personality." Yeah, Aladawa, that's how they say it in Crow, like Aladawa. how you are, your personality, and what kind of drives you, I guess. <clears throat> um, but as you guys think about this, been reading this, I could see how this stuff played into. Feeding my addiction too Yeah Oh yeah And I was like Whoa That's why I did that Cause like <clears throat> I've shared on here like I was very type A You know my early 20s Like Things had to go a certain way Even my playlist I couldn't play my playlist on shuffle Dog I think about that still <laughs> I know Cause like I put my songs in there In a certain order That I wanted to listen to And I wanted to listen to them In that order Every single time so putting it on shuffle was like beyond me. That was like, man, why do people do that? That's crazy. <laughs> you know, that was crazy to me. And I was like, but that's all in here. Yeah. And like, because of that, like that big thing, like expectation. I had a lot of expectation. I expected things to go a certain way for a majority of my life. And when it didn't, then I, I was just building up a lot of resentment. Then which in the end fed into my Addiction, my pity party. Um, so this is very good to know about yourself. Yeah, man, it's pretty enlightening. Mm-hmm. And like, kind of, you know, Randy already said it is like you have these thoughts, but you don't these thoughts and feelings, but you don't know how to articulate it, and it yeah. just kind of did it for you. And I was like, yeah. wow, because we know as we were doing it, and I was reading it. <laughs> Shut up. As we were Yuck. doing this survey, <laughs> I didn't catch the that survey. Were you reading and doing it at the same time? <laughs> I can multitask. <laughs> As I was reading it, the results. I, I kept, you know, running into these things. Like, wow, man, that's that's true. Like, there's no denying it. <laughs> He's just all, gazing into your eyes. He's not looking at me like that. You're, you're invading my personal bubble. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was pretty uh, introspective, enlightening. Yeah. So if someone wanted to take this, where did they go, Randy? 16personalities.com. And this is right on the homepage. I'm yeah. taking the test. One six personalities dot com. Yeah. If you guys want to go on there and learn about what what's your personality traits and like, and it's pretty cool because it gives you like a little graph. So like me, I was seventy percent extrovert and thirty percent introvert, which is like okay, yeah. <clears throat> um, but I'm also like shy too at times. I mean, growing up, I was shy, yeah. really bashful. So that introvertedness was heavy. Back then, I would probably say I was flipped around when I was growing up. Man, it's crazy that you say that because I was com- I, talking with my brother last night, and he was like, mm. man, maybe this is why I was so thin-skinned when I was young. Mm. Like, everything hurt him when he was young. 
Yeah. But now it is like, you know, as a man, like yeah. he, he has thick skin. Mm, yeah. And that's kind of like a complete flip of like what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, because <clears throat> like the introvert part of me is cool. Like if we're supposed to go to a social event, I'm all game, you know. But if it gets canceled, I'm like, oh, cool. I can go chill at home. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I'm not devastated that it didn't happen. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, man. That frees me up to go shoot some hoops or by myself or go for a walk or just sit in my recliner at home. Yeah. I'm down with that, too. A lot of those were, like, almost 50-50, 52, 48. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, um, introverted, extroverted. Mm-hmm. It was, like, kind of right down. Because I, cause I get that. Like, sometimes, like, I don't mind. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. If I don't know you. Then I'll be introverted, but mm. once I get to know you, it's like the exact opposite. Yeah. So I can, you know, I do both of those things, because, <laughs> like, and then you know, like you guys already know me. Like you guys will be talking, and I just be over here on the corner, and I'm listening to you and paying attention to everything that's going on. But I'm doing these odd things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm comfortable <laughs> with that because you guys, you guys don't. Well, I don't think you're judging me. <laughs> like, what's this guy doing? But like, you kind of. It's Yuck. almost like. It's almost like you guys don't even, like, you just know, okay, that's him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. And so, and I'm comfortable with that. But, like, if there was people that I was around that I didn't know as closely as I know you guys. Yeah. I would just be kind of closed off. No, that makes sense, man. Like, I I think, like, for me, like, I realize, like, why I've always felt, like, misunderstood or never belonged. Yeah. Right? Like, because that's, like, the, the the personality type. But, like, for me, like, I scored, like... And see, like, me and you, even though we were the same types, yours were, like, even killed. Uh-huh. You know, like, 52 and 48, that's yeah. really not much difference. It's not, really. Because, I mean, I could see myself on both sides of it. And, you know, like, the part that really trips me out is, like, I tested as a 78% introvert, but everything that I do is meeting people. Mm-hmm. And putting yourself out there like yeah, that. Yeah, and putting and, and but but it's man, so, for me it's like draining. Well, I was gonna, I was just gonna ask you. So, like, how does that? Like, how do you process that in your mind? Like, like that once you once you say it out loud, like, okay, I feel introverted, but everything I do is extroverted, and it just and you just said it like it dra- it's draining. It's draining. It takes a lot of energy. Yeah, like it, like for like recording nights, for instance, like when we're recording, like I'm in a rush to get home so I can just like have. A oh, couple yeah. hours to myself. Kind of decompress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is why, like, I'm a morning person is because, like, well, you guys know, like, I'm a single father, but, like, that time in the morning, I need. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't, yep. it's like the world's crashing in. Yep. You know, and I think that's, like, yeah. No, I feel that, too, because, like, <clears throat> those are my quiet times, you know, before everybody gets up, I'm up, and then when everybody goes to bed, I'm up. For a couple hours, yeah. Um, usually, you know, watching something or looking at shoes online or <laughs> you yeah, know, just dinking around on the web um, or watching some conspiracy theories <laughs> till I spook myself. I was like, oh, I better go to bed. <laughs> see, I'd see, and that that would be my time when I do that kind of stuff. Is that in the evening or late at night? Yeah. Like on the weekends, man, I'll sit there and like just and I'm like do. That's kind of like when I really start getting into my you know, art and crafts and stuff like that and making stuff with my hands. And, like, I'm just kind of getting in the zone, listen to music. Yeah. 
because um, I'm not a, I'm not a morning person, even though I have a job that makes me get up every morning, like <laughs> yeah. be there at six. Like I'm not gonna say I don't. I got used to it. Yeah. But if I had my way, I would sleep till eight nine o'clock. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like before, I used to sleep till one o'clock. Didn't Man. even care, and then stay up all night again. Yeah, and then yeah. that's when I was, you know, in my addiction, and I really basically aimless. So that kind of goes with yeah. that nightlife. Yeah. The nightlife. Yes. You guys have any uh, closing thoughts on personality or anything else that was sticking out when you took this test? You got anything burning? <laughs> that's what I was going <laughs> to say. What I no, I, I don't know. I would just encourage, like, I've been, like, after I did it, yug. <laughs> After I took the test, <laughs> JC's laughing. But after I took the test, I was like, man, like I sent it to my friends, my family, sent it to you guys, like, and we were like, we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm really a huge encourager in like people finding out who they are, especially us as like natives, bro. Like, I send it to my mom. She's like, oh, I don't want to know what I am, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Teasing her, but like. But no, like, I feel like sometimes we're like that. Like, we don't really understand who we are because we don't understand, like, our makeup as a person. It leads to frustration, and that frustration will often lead to, like, discouragement. And then when we're discouraged, we don't have anything better to do. And we know that when we have idle time and idle hands, we end up doing things that we're not supposed to do. True that. You know? So it's like, for me, it's like, man, for this past year and a half, I've been on this journey of self-discovery and the more I find out about myself, the more, like, I want to go deeper. Like, I want to not just understand me, but also understand, like, yuck. <laughs> go, go deeper. <laughs> but, like, I want to understand the people that I'm in, <laughs> in contact with, you know? <laughs> Censoring himself over here. So you guys can't do it for me. <laughs> yuck. <laughs> Going no, <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. We're getting deeper. But no, like, but how does then, that make you feel? But if we don't, if we don't have those safeguards in place, though, that's mm-hmm. where people with my makeup go the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True that, true because that. if not, if I don't check myself, like, if I like, that's why I think like the makeup that you had was like almost, you know, like even killed. Like it's a good, solid, stable. Mm. But for me, it's like. I have to be on top of my thoughts. I can't let them run away, you know? Yeah. True. Yeah. Because when I do let them run away, bro, I go to dark places. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, I do the same thing. And I don't like who I become when I'm there. Yep. I like who I am now on this podcast. Like, I like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like, like, this is what I love. Like, this is, nothing brings me joy like encouraging somebody. True that. Mm-hmm. Helping them just become a better version of who they are. Yeah. But, like, for me, it's like, man, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. And it, I'm the same way. Like, I enjoy, you know, like, like being this, like, what we're doing here. Yeah. And then you get stuck. And like, I get stuck. And I, I always, my favorite term, conspiracy theories about myself. It's like. Then they go to that dark place, and then I don't like that. Yeah. Because yeah. even if it is imagined, even if it isn't based in reality, yeah, like in your mind, it's, you, 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 you feel ugly inside. Yeah, it's almost like it convinces you that it's true, and, yep. it's, and it's not. Yeah. 
And it's kind of a, it's a really, it's it's a hard thing to get out of there sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How does that make you feel when you go deeper? Does it get stuck? <laughs> it's a good release. <laughs> <And> a good release. <laughs> no, I think that um, just looking at your guys' personality traits and mine, man, I think we, we're a good mesh here. Yeah. I believe so. And the fact that we're actively working on ourselves, learning about ourselves, I think that speaks volumes on where we are. Yep. Like if we, I mean, I I feel like this could have fell apart a long time ago if we weren't actively working on ourselves and wanting, had the big picture in well, mind, working together. And, and and not only that, like having the same goals and the same ideas, but different takes on those goals right oh, yeah, different yeah. perspectives yeah different perspectives and different ideas and different ways of achieving those goals mm-hmm. yep uh what did they say um if you make it past 10 episodes you're doing okay but you're legit you're legit so yeah. uh maybe we wouldn't even made it to 10 we would have just self-destructed if, <laughs> if, if it was me and you okay go ahead i i get it I, but but i mean yeah i understand that so yeah no i think that yeah, it took this, the triad. Yeah. All three of us, we just were, were meshing very well together. Just looking at those personalities and like, okay, we work good together. Yeah, it's like our, our kind of personalities, like those horses that go, you know, and then you're like pulling us back. Hey, this way. <laughs> like that, though. And it works perfect. Yeah, it works really good. Because yep. I'm just like still in awe that the local news station... You know, they started this Indian Country website, and there's like five, four other stations in Montana, and they're doing this commercial, and they called us to do the voiceover. Yeah. Um, and it's like, whoa. You know, if we, you know, if we weren't we're actively working on ourselves, actively walking the red road and putting out this material every week for the podcast, you know, that opportunity wouldn't have come. Yep. So that's inspiring to me. It's like, what else is in store? Yes. You know, if we just keep pressing on. And we know what's on the table and what's coming already. But man, let's just keep going. Let's go. Let's keep going. And and it's such a weird thing to, like, it's, it's so strange because, like, I want to, you know, I get excited and I want to share with the people around me, like, hey, this is what we're going to do and this is what they're asking us for. And it's, but it's still weird to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go down and do a voiceover at uh, Q2. Yeah. Like, what? Like, what? <laughs> did, I right. just, did I just say that about myself? Yeah. Like, what the heck? It's kind of, it's it's a strange thing, but, I mean, I'm going with it, man. I love it. Yeah, it's cool, man. And it's just like, you know, if it wasn't for our listeners downloading, too. Yeah. yeah. One of the see, most important pieces. In this. If the most important piece, because yeah. we wouldn't have nothing if we could say, oh, we got three people listening to us. <laughs> and it's us three. Yeah. It's us three. <laughs> Four, because, you know, I think my mom listens every once in a while. <laughs> but, yeah, like, so, and and that is, like, the the most important thing, because without the, the listeners and the people that are supporting us and saying, oh, yeah, I listened to that episode and it really helped me with this. Or I could relate to that, and you guys are doing a good job. Keep going, you know. It's that kind of encouragement from the people who are engaging in this podcast. Yeah, and yes. that's that. It's just when we like Randy has said this before. I think it was on the interview with Q two. It's like once we we there then we might get complacent, or we might get kind of in a almost um, on autopilot, and then somebody hits us with that, 
Yeah. You know, hey, you guys are doing a good job, or, you know, it's really helped me. And then it kind of reinvigorates us, and we just, okay, now we've got the next thing to keep pushing us forward. Yeah. Definitely. So it's crazy. Like, so, man, much love to all you people who are listening, everybody. I don't even care why you're listening. You want to laugh. You want to hear some shit. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And, like, I said it on a few podcasts, a few episodes ago about how man, we love hearing from you. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Like, you know, on our Facebook page, Instagram, Facebook group. Uh, we recently updated them to We Are Unspoken Words. And I think that's what the brand we're going to go with. But <clears throat> we love hearing from you on the emails. Oh, man, it's, it's inspiring. It's like more fuel for our fire when we hear from you. And it's just like, wow. Yeah. You know, this person and the other side of the country, you know, listening to us and they're helping them. Like, you know, we don't know you from anybody. Yeah. And, and like, when, for me, like, you know, we say we are unspoken words. That means all of the listeners, like we, mm-hmm. all of us. It's not just us three sitting in here because we can't do this by ourselves. Yep. You know, we're, we're not alone in this and neither are you. So, like, you are unspoken words. Your stories matter. Your input is important. And you guys are all valuable yes. to mm-hmm. us, to us. I mean, it's it's. I can't say it enough, and I can't really even say it better than that. But, yes, we value you in it. All the support that you gave us. Yes. You give us. Yes, right on. And just to give a shout-out, we're going to – on September 14th, we're headed to um, the Crown, Plan- Crown Plaza, Phoenix, Arizona Airport. Uh, we're going to be there for the all – was it all recovery conference or – yeah, in Phoenix? All Addictions Conference. All Addictions Conference. All Variety Conference. We're going to be there um, Thursday night. We're actually just going to set up our equipment right there and like by the conference area and put record. grab a table and we're going to record an episode. We're going to try to get uh, Don Coyas on, on the air. He's going to be there. Um, so, Matt, if you guys are going to be... In the Phoenix area, or you're going to the Wellbriety Conference, man, come check us out. Say hello, blah, blah, blah. Holla. Holla at us. Um, we're going to be there, so just plan on that. Yes, That's sir. going to be a special episode, man. We're trying to get it organized so that Don Coyce can be on, so that's going to be awesome. Man, let's go, Don. The Don, the Godfather. Hit our line, Don. <laughs> no, we reached out to him. We're just waiting to hear back from, from yep. his people. Yep. But, yeah, man, um, closing thoughts, closing words. As we move forward from here. Amazing. <laughs> JC's tired. He's ready for sleep. I know. He's ready to crash. Are you kidding? I have yet to begin to defy myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Doc. <laughs> Thank um, you. I just want to give a shout out to Potlatch Foundation. Yes. Potlatch.org. Potlatch Foundation out in Washington. Uh, they're supporting us. They've given us, you know, they're giving us a huge financial support. Uh, Native Wellness Life, Bellings First Church, UCC, uh, Barjon Books, definitely uh, Yellowstone, Yellowstone, or no, wait, Suicide Prevention Coalition of Yellowstone Valley. Oh, did they change it up? No, it's the same. Okay. Um, but we're going to be emceeing that conference on September 22nd. Right when we get back. Right when we get back that Friday. Busy, busy, busy. Got a lot yeah, of talking to We're getting busy do. again, yeah. Yeah, we're getting busy, busy. So, yeah, they commissioned us, you know. <clears throat> there's, yeah, just shout out to our supporters, man. It's, it's great. Yes. We couldn't couldn't be this far. We couldn't come this far 
you know, Native Wellness Life, always jumping on, too, as well. Kevin Sandoval, you know, he's coming on board, helping us out. Matt Halverson, business manager. Yeah. Yes, sir. Damn, that's dope. We could have just did, like, a, a, a shout-out, close-out. Yeah. <laughs> just keep going. Like, yeah. Anybody, do you guys want to shout-out personally or professionally? Man. Or spiritually? <laughs> Metaphorically. <laughs> Metaphorically. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. I just want to, like, man, thank all of our listeners, man, from the bottom of my heart. Like like these guys have said, we wouldn't be where we're at without you guys. I'm also grateful for all these opportunities that are coming our way, man. Just thankful for all the connections that we're making. Um, but also, I got to admit, like, I'm a little scared, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I, like it's, it's like I've never been here. And I'm like, mm. I know, it, like, I have this feeling inside of me, like, man, this thing is ready to blow apart and... And then it's like, man, now I'm out there. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to shout out Conrad Baloney. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be invited to the party, but I want to tell you no. <laughs> that, Thank you, you know? for your support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just send the invite at least. Yeah, <laughs> so I can say no. <laughs> just save me a bowl of that baloney stew. <laughs> baloney stew. <laughs> Uh, with tongue on the side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beef tongue. Beef tongue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, the tribal opioid response, state opioid response programs. SOAR. SOAR and TOUR. Yeah. Rocky Mountain tribal leaders. They're definitely supporters of us. Got to give them a shout out. And like me personally, you know, you know, like my mom, my kids, wife, uh, Always encouraging me. Yeah. Um, my kids think it's cool. They always do the unspoken words. Oh, hey, like when we're in the car. Yeah. <laughs> They're always doing those calls and stuff. Um, it's cool. And like, um, how was it? My, my daughter, she's always saying something about like, unspoken words. Uh, oh, she says, on our original one, our old intro, she says, this is a red road perspective. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Nice. She's always saying that. Or she used to always say that. She hasn't said it recently. But they really like the intro. Oh, shout out to Res Coast. Yes. Res Coast for the awesome yeah. intro. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, Potlatch wouldn't be, wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to go to this um, Walbrady conference if it wasn't for you, so. Appreciate y'all. Hopefully, we can definitely work together. Yes. Uh ho. Uh ho. And to our listeners all over Flat Earth, we love you. We appreciate you. Couldn't do this without you. So we love you. Appreciate you. And to our unspoken words disciples, keep spreading unspoken words. Gospel Billy Graham style. Uh, hey. Uh, hey. Uh, hey. And with that, we are out. Peace. Be kind Shoot. to yourself. Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk.